Hello and welcome to Pop Culture Yearbook. This is going to be a short preview episode that we're going to do for the month of April. I'm your host, Brad. I'm Pete. And we're glad you're with us. So we are going to be talking about the year 2013 in this uh, upcoming month. And we had a little, a few minutes to use and we had um, the format the way we have it set up. We had a little extra time here. So we wanted to kind of knock out our memories and, um, and get that out of the way here. And then we can really focus on the content in the upcoming episodes. So uh, Pete, do you want to start with some things that you remember from 2013? Well, the biggest thing that I uh, remember about 2013 is that uh, we went on a trip to Hawaii. Now, you're going on a trip to Hawaii coming up, aren't you, Brad? I am. So when this plays, I'll have gotten back, hopefully all in one piece. But um, (laughs) March 26, I am going to be taking my first trip to Hawaii with my wife. And we are doing it mainly because, well, we haven't traveled anywhere for a long time. But it is our 20th anniversary on April 7th. So wow. Nice uh, carrot to make this plan to go to this trip right now. Happy anniversary. We'll have to do a recap of your trip to Hawaii in a future episode. Oh, sure. (laughs) But uh, are you going to uh, Honolulu or Maui? We are going to Maui. So we are going to be staying at a Westin courtesy of my brother. Um, And we are going to Maui, staying um, on the, uh, like the Northwest side of the island and we're going to go to we've got a luau booked and we're going to be doing the road to hana and hiking and all that kind of stuff so nice we actually did kind of a two-part trip when we went we stayed a few days in honolulu and then also a few days in maui i actually enjoyed the maui part of that trip better there is probably more to see and do in honolulu just because it's the city they've got like more of a nightlife there you know more bars and restaurants and everything um they also have waikiki beach and if you wanted to go see pearl harbor and uh some of that other stuff it's also a pretty fun island to drive around but maui is definitely more what you picture hawaii to be it's like that's what we are looking for we did the road to hana and that would that was definitely the highlight of the trip uh, when we did it, and I would recommend this too, we rec- we rented a Ford Mustang convertible. And so I don't know what your plans are for renting a car. If you We are supposed yet. to be renting a small SUV is, is what it says. Okay. But when we uh, went to Colorado a couple of years ago, just the two of us, we rented a small car and we ended up getting a van. So okay. thanks car rental places. Kim was not happy with that. It's just the two of us on a little getaway and we're riding around in a stupid van. Cue the uh, Steve Martin scene from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles at the rental. Well, at least we had something to drive. (laughs) All right. Well, good. That will be a a very exciting time. I just remember on on the trip, we, we flew out there, obviously. We had a connecting flight down to Phoenix. So we flew from Minneapolis to Phoenix and on to Honolulu, and the uh, uh, seat right next to me, there is an older woman sitting by the window. She was like 80, 85 years old. I don't know. It was kind of crazy. And then I was in the middle, and my wife was on the aisle. And uh, 
she was this old woman. So sitting right next to me and I never talk to people on airplanes. I absolutely hate conversation on airplanes with people that are not in my group. I hate it I anywhere. Just, I, exactly. I just put on my headphones and, and, uh, and that's it. But um, <laughs> except here uh, with you. Yes. I was going to say a podcast is uh, great for somebody that hates conversation, but <laughs> well, it's scripted. It's a little different when it's scripted. Right. Right. But anyway, I mean, she's like 80 years old. She's sitting next to me and it's a seven hour flight and she's like sleeping for the first four hours, four or five hours. I swear to God, I thought that she was dead. (laughs) She was just, that's the way it was. It's like, okay, well, I guess they'll have to haul her out of here after we land. But then she wakes up and she like is getting all feisty with me. She starts out by making conversation with me. And she, I said, okay, well, I'm from Minneapolis. I just said Minneapolis. And she just could not put it together. She thought that I must be lying because it doesn't make any sense for me to fly out of Phoenix if to, to Honolulu if I'm from Minneapolis. That didn't make any sense. And I was just like, well, we had a we had a connecting flight. I think you go wherever it lets she, you go. Exactly. We'll be going, by the way, we'll be going through Seattle. Okay. And we're not going to Oahu Another because... We only have one week, so we're not going to be there as long as you generally want to have in Hawaii. So that's why we're just right. going to the one island and sticking there. Okay. That, uh, uh, that's, sorry, back to your dead lady. That's the way to go. No, but back to my dead lady. Well, she wakes up and then she starts talking about how physically fit that she is and everything like that. I'm like, okay. And then she, uh, we actually had kind of front row seats. We paid, it was only $15 extra. But for a seven-hour trip, it was definitely worth it where we uh, uh, got the front row seats right behind first class. So you get all this extra leg room, which was, which was great. And so there's this extra space. She actually gets up and she is like doing right in front of me and Jenny. She's doing squats and lunges and everything like that. Look what I can do. I'm like, oh, my God, this is really this is really uncom- uncomfortable. I'm basically getting a lap dance from an 80 She sounds like um, uh, Molly Shannon on SNL when she played the 50-year-old lady that can kick. I'm <laughs> yeah, 50. That, that's pretty much it. That was it. But uh, yeah, the road to Hana is just a really beautiful trip. It's a very, very windy road. Yeah, well, I'm glad um, because a, a Kim hates, she hates that. And so she's a little nervous. But the more you talk about how great it is, the, you know, the better it'll be. So it's, it's fine. You like get into your rhythm, basically. Um, we, and we drove back. Our way back was at night. So it was just switchback after switchback, just... But it's all like pretty much the same. Once you do the first couple, you're fine. You're fine. How oh, often did should... you uh, stop? Oh, several, many times, many times. Um, and you know what? I should I should look it up and send to you. There's an app that you can get that um, that it's GPS enabled, and on that road, it will it'll give you the history and everything like that. It's an audio tour, basically. Well, I think I've heard and, of that. Yeah, send it to me. I got it. We have a book yeah, about yeah. Maui, but send me that too. Yeah, yeah, that that was definitely worth it because, like, if there's a drive where there's a, a long stretch where there's no points of interest, it it will just talk about the history of the island and, and that kind of stuff, and then it will tell you where to pull off and what you're what you can expect to see. So it is really cool. I that that made it worth it too. Without it, we probably would have missed a lot of the important historical sites. Oh, so. Wow, that's good to know. Yeah, yeah. 
What about you, Brad? What are your memories of 2013? Um, so, yeah, you know, most of the years during the 2010s, we've gone on a big family trip of some kind. But 2013 was one of the years we did not. Um, I did go to San Diego that year. It was the first time I'd been there and it was a work trip and it was fun, but it was for work and by myself. Um, but and then we also did go to Chicago, but that wasn't I mean, we go there a lot, but Kim's sister lived in Chicago. And so we went there. So it was the first time I got to go to Wrigley Field. So that was kind of a highlight. Um, oh, nice. But it was mostly just a typical adult year. My kids were just starting school. Um, but the one highlight, we did have one highlight that year. And that was the year that we got our first dog. And so shortly before that trip to Chicago, we adopted a rescue uh, kind of half collie shepherd mutt type dog and um, I'm an English teacher and love The Great Gatsby and the movie The Great Gatsby had just come out as well and we had just seen it before we got him and so we named our dog Gatsby. Nice. And he's still around and we love him and so really that's probably the biggest highlight of the year was getting our dog because my wife is a huge dog person and so the fact that we were married for 12 years without one was kind of a big deal. <laughs> and then, but she always says, every kid should have a dog. And so we, uh, we took care of it in 2013. Wow. That's, that's amazing. I never really amazing. had a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we did have a dog on the farm until I was about maybe four years old. And I don't know, something well, happened to it. And that's a good point. I love dogs too. Big dogs. I don't like little dogs, but, um, yeah, also growing terrible. up on a farm, we always had dogs too. And, um, but they were always outdoor dogs. My mom, we never had a dog inside the house. And so that was kind of the big thing for like me to get over was allowing a dog in the house. I was not used to that. And so it, it took some convincing. One of the things that really helped was this dog that we found looks a lot like the dog I had when I was a kid, Rusty, who you would remember. Oh, I um, remember Rusty. And when, when Kim found him and showed the picture of this dog and said, he looks kind of like Rusty, I pretty much was sold right there. Because I knew we were going to get one. There was no turning back. Right. But I thought, yep, he is cute. So that's how we kind of picked him out. There you go. The rest is history. Yeah. This is also <laughs> a really big year for me music-wise, which will be one of the things we talk about. So I'll get more into that um, probably in that episode. But I might mention it in a few minutes here as well. So... All Shall right. we get into our preview of what we're going to discuss, or do you have more to say about the year? That's. I think we can dive into what we're going to discuss. All right, so we're going to do three episodes after this this month. So there'll be four like we did last month, but one of them is this preview. Uh, the first episode is going to focus on movies, and so we each picked a movie. So if you would like to share yours first, Pete, why don't you do that? Yeah, the movie I picked from 2013 is 42 which is just a fantastic movie, in my opinion. Uh, Chadwick Boseman was, you know, the high point of his, of his career. It's really unfortunate that uh, um, his career and his life weren't longer than they were, but, uh, but this is a fantastic movie. We're going to dive deep into that movie. Um, and I picked The Way, Way Back, which is a movie that um, it's just, I just can't say enough about it. It is one of my all-time favorite movies. And part of the reason I picked it is because it's a, it's a relatively well-known movie, I think, compared to others, but it wasn't a big hit. And I think it's the type of movie that a lot of people might have heard of and never seen. And 
Yeah, uh, if you haven't seen it, I just think you are missing out and I can't wait to talk about it because it's fantastic. And everybody that I've ever known that saw this movie agrees. I mean, it's just great. So. It is it is a fantastic movie. Uh, Sam Rockwell is phenomenal as he always is. And that's, uh, we will talk in that same episode. Um, we always like to make lists. And so we're going to have uh, Pete's favorite Harrison Ford movies. I'm going to name my favorite Sam Rockwell movies, and we will talk about our favorite movies of the year as well. All right, that sounds fun. All right, then our next episode will be about music. And so um, I had originally, well, this is actually kind of a new one that we kind of put together, but I picked the uh, album Let's Be Still by one of my all-time favorite bands, The Head and the Heart, who I really really got into pretty much for like in this year and this album is the one that to me kind of stands out the most in fact i just bought a new record player which i've never had before and the very first album that. that i bought was let's be still by the head and the heart and kind of like the uh the way way back this is a band that i think people might hear on the radio and know a little about but not a lot and i'm hoping that maybe it will make somebody check them out afterwards Sounds awesome. What was I your saw choice? that that you got a I, no. I was just going to say I thought that you. I saw you got a turntable. What inspired you to get a turntable? By the way, well, we had. I mean, I'll be honest. A little bit of you because you had just gotten this old one from your grandma and hooked it up. But it's actually um, Jenny's grandparents. Yes, it's kind of a, a coincidental because we had. I had thought about it, and my wife. And when I brought it up, Kim was like, she had been thinking about it too, even though we had never discussed it. So yeah. when that kind of thing happens, and it's like, well, I guess we're going to go for it. So we got one and, and I've ordered a few uh, records. Yeah, there's just something about looking at the records and then the album artwork, which is kind yeah. of a lost art. And then you so open fun. it up and it's the big, and the Foo Fighters one that I got, uh, which by the way, I got the, uh, the Medicine at Midnight, the blue vinyl. And Brad, I know you got the same album, but not the blue vinyl. But no. uh, when you open it up, I just love that all the lyrics are there and it's a big yeah. fold out with all kinds of pictures and and everything really you know i miss that and actually so i bought the foo fighters as well but the one other album that so far i have bought also came from 2013 and it is a cage the elephant album that i'll mention during that episode so nice clearly it was a big year what did you pick i picked lord uh pure heroin which is uh did really well at the grammys that year and um looking forward to that one yeah and um I've already listened to it and um, I just remembered I was obsessed with that when it came out and it was really fun to listen to. So I can't wait to talk about that one too, because that was huge. She That's really uh, one. burst on the scene right there. Yes, she I'll did. talk about our five favorite albums of the year like we always do. And uh, then we have a bonus episode planned. And so again, our this one's going to be kind of a interesting mix because our Former collaborator uh, Dave is a huge, huge fan of The Lonely Island, and he picked one of their records called The Whack Album, which Pete and I had never heard of before, even though we know The Lonely Island. And so we thought, well, we'll talk about it. It won't be quite the same without him to join us, but we definitely had some thoughts and enjoyed it. It is a fun album. Andy Samberg is a uh, person that I think we all like. And because it's Andy Samberg, we're going to take that and we're going to then add on to that episode by getting into some SNL uh, details as well. 
Sounds amazing. This is going to be a fun month. It is. So we're going to talk about cast members, side projects like The Lonely Island. And then we'll talk about TV as well that year since SNL is a TV show. All right. So that's what's coming up. Hopefully that sounds intriguing and people will listen. That sounds good. I do. Before we wrap for this episode, I want to give a little shout out to all the people that have put on Facebook and have been commenting to us personally. Uh, really appreciate the feedback that we're getting. We're hearing from a lot of people that are uh, listening to our podcast and then it inspires them to go uh, uh, listen to some of those old albums that they otherwise may not have. And also, in some cases, it just kind of sparks, sparks conversations with their friends and family about that, about those years that we discuss. And uh, in one case, I know somebody had come to me and said that they stopped the, they paused the episode and then they, they go off on kind of a tangent on their own. Um, and then they resume it later, which is, uh, which is awesome feedback to hear. Yeah. So, so um, we like this, it. we're having fun no matter what, but it definitely makes it a little more fun to hear some yes. actual feedback like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So keep the feedback coming um, at pop yearbook. Please follow us on Twitter. That's at pop yearbook. And then also, Follow us on Facebook as well, or like us, retweet us, share it, share us, do all of that kind of stuff. And uh, uh, we'll try and get some of those comments on, on our podcast. And uh, so, Brad, unless you have anything else to, to uh, add. We'll see you next week for the movie episode. All right. Sounds good. We'll wrap up. And uh, again, I want to give a quick shout out to Preacher Row. They are the music that you're listening to on the intro and the outro. So, Looking forward to the next episode. We'll be discussing 42 and the way, way back. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. I'm gonna make